Hello, everyone. This is Mark with Speak Brave Podcast, your host with my executive producer and my co-host, Joe John Morrow. <laughs> did I say Joe? You did. I think you had some a Joe that I know in your mind. I, uh, hi, everybody. John Morrow here. Uh, but give me an opportunity to send out greetings to a good friend, Joe DeCavage. Hey, Joe. I hope you're doing well today. And listening to us as well. <laughs> Let, let's get started right away, John. John, you see that? And I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I You're am, struggling. I'm struggling, <laughs> but it will come to me. Will. If you, it will come to me. Let's let's there. focus on the on the good things in life. Yes, absolutely. One of the good things that I want to mention in this podcast is, a lot of times, I'm being asked to speak in front of groups, mm-hmm. businesses, mm-hmm. and executives how to construct and craft stories that are effective and persuasive. Right. You recently did a seminar and workshop. I did. Uh, was it in Jacksonville? And it was on crafting stories. Yes, it was. It was amazing. It was informative, and it was energetic. I f- every time you you take a step in front of the audience, the audience teaches you something new. I like that energy exchange. Yeah, you think you teaching the audience? Yes, in some part, but equally, in the same measure, mm-hmm. the audience uplifts you and teaches you something new. That's true. I know that feeling. So let's get started right away. Okay. And one of the things that I know everyone wants to become a better storyteller. Well, maybe that's presumptuous. Not everyone wants to become, but I know people who are this, you in the right place. This podcast will take you through different types of stories. Something that you can focus on for the next time you are in a position to tell a story. Now, the story does not have to be long. Or it doesn't have to be super short. It could be one minute, could be one page, could be oh, just a few pages, or maybe it's 30 minutes. Whatever it is, it could be a story. What I'd like to offer is take a little analysis. Mm-hmm. What is not a story? A lecture. Okay, maybe a lecture. Um, an anecdote. An Possibly. anecdote is not a yeah. story necessarily, well, although it can help set up a story. Yes, it can. Uh, it, it's a start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a start. You're right. If a tale or an event or description or story has a beginning, middle, and an end, that is not a story. An anecdote could also be, let's say I just went to a grocery store. Yes. And I saw my friend Joe Dukevich yes. buying watermelons for a party. That is not a story. Joe's from Wisconsin. I can't see him buying watermelons. You know that. What is a story is I went to a grocery store and I saw a friend Joe buy watermelons because he needs to take care of his sick dog and he has a party coming to fundraise for operation for his dog he then he tells me that he's been changed man ever since he got this dog first of all he didn't really like dogs but then he learned that dogs can teach him about friendship loyalty and trust he tells the story everywhere he goes that his life has been transformed by this four-legged friend. 
and he is no longer the same man. And now you've got them by the heart. <laughs> I don't know what I got. I, it is true. It's true. You can you can grab people with that kind of a story, and they will just psh, fall into your hands. Remember, we have done a storytelling episode on Speak Break Podcast yes, a, a few episodes back, and a lot of times. If you have a conflict, a tension, mm-hmm. a transformation, a cure, a change in your story, yep. that makes it a bona fide story. Just because it's an anecdote or description of some event does not. What does is a change. A change of some sort. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree completely. Okay. And I also know this too. You were talking about things which aren't stories. I think sometimes analytical presentations and technical presentations are not so much stories as they are informational gatherings. Storytelling is an energy exchange, as you have said. This is where you get up close to the individual and you make yourself somewhat vulnerable. But in making yourself vulnerable, you are able to perhaps maybe open them up to be vulnerable as the listener. Absolutely. And when you have that kind of a relationship with each other, there's a degree and component of trust. And the trust allows you to be more matter-of-fact and candid and relaxed and straightforward and transparent. And it allows the audience to give you the kind of feedback that you need to have that feeds the energy to tell the story and make the story come alive. So let's dive into the content for this episode. Okay. I came across this idea from my guru, teacher, mm-hmm. a coach who has coached me, coached me through videos and books, mm-hmm. and conferences, and emails, and letters. His name is Nick Morgan. Okay. I don't I've know if I you, mentioned... You've mentioned Nick before. Yes. Yeah. He talks about five different story types. When you create your next story, think about mm-hmm. whether they can fit into one of these different archetypes. By the way, Nick Morgan is who I'm following right now with regard with my storyboard, my story brain. Great. It's amazing. He's, he's involved in that as well. Uh, he is. In addition to Donald Miller, too? Mm-hmm. In addition really? to Donald Miller, Nick Morgan has... He's, Donald Miller sometimes give Nick's, gives some of Nick Morgan's quotes because Nick Morgan is a great resource a great for man. how you build a brand he's through nice. your story he's and amazing. how you make your story he's compelling amazing. and simple. Okay, so, so let's Nick Morgan so, is definitely somebody to follow. He is, and if you're serious about becoming a better communicator, and let's face it, who wouldn't? Wouldn't you become a better communicator? Mm-hmm, you a would. lot of times we think we are great, but we can become even better. I think it's always good for us to arrive at the point there where the humility is not one of being meek and lowly, but it's one of realizing I'm really not all that. So what I want to always do is I want to make myself like myself if I were in the audience's seat. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so what are the five story types? Would you like to know? I would. You've shared them with me before, but I don't recall them in particular order. I know a couple of them there, but tell us the five story types. I think the audience needs to write these down, so get a pen and paper and put this down. Okay. Number first one is the the quest. The quest. Write that down. The quest. Quest. Q-U-E-S-T. Second one is a stranger in a strange land. A stranger in a strange land. Okay. Third one is a love story. Oh. 
Seems to be probably the single greatest one. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> likes love Everyone. stories. I know you love love stories. Strangers and I know. in the night. Ex- sorry about that. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Just Exchanging glances. This is John. Wondering if a love story will arrive. Go ahead. Now you've got love story. What's number four? Number four. Oh. They're Rags. Coming. They're coming for us. <laughs> sorry, I hear the ambulance outside. They're coming to take me away. Ha ha. Well, let's the- finish the podcast. Okay. And then we'll let them take Okay. It. The fourth type is rags to riches. Now, there's a popular storyline because people love the success stories of coming from rags to riches. And our history as a nation, the United States in particular, but true in other parts of the world, is dotted with those individuals that were overcomers. And they started with nothing and they became, you know, something great. Okay, rags to riches. That's storyline number four. Number five. Here it comes. The story. This one I know. Revenge. 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 Okay, so let's get started. Right All right, let me channel. The, let me channel Georgie real quick. My comrade friend, Mark Guy. Let me tell you that revenge is a dish best served cold. There you go, everybody. This is Georgie coming back miraculously through the power of podcast. To tell us about the revenge. So I hope I hope you got that. He just appeared and disappeared. Okay. <laughs> Let's get started with the story type. Number one, the quest. The quest. Let's think about how can we create a quest story. Mm-hmm. Let me offer some examples. I am an enthusiastic reader. Mm-hmm. I read quite a bit. I love reading. I love discussing different ideas. One of my favorite books of all time is The Alchemist by Polo Coelho. The Alchemist is a story about a shepherd boy from Spain dreaming about a treasure in Egypt as he lays underneath a tree. And he got this idea to travel all the way from Andalusia, Spain, by boat, by walking, by camels, to great pyramids in Egypt, in Cairo, Egypt, to discover the treasure that he saw in the dream. On the way to his fulfillment of dreams, he gains and loses friends, resources, but he gains knowledge. He also gains love. In his quest, he eventually makes it to Egypt. And he discovers a treasure. But unfortunately, the twist of the tale is... He's robbed of the treasure on the same instance that he got it. Hmm. And as he's talking to one of the robbers in the story, one of the robbers tells the shepherd boy his dream that he was laying somewhere in Egypt and dreaming about a treasure in Andalusia in the tree where the shepherd boy came from. At the end of That's the story, <laughs> at the end of the story, the shepherd boy returns to Spain, a man with with the with the person who he fell in love with. He goes back to Spain, to that tree, starts digging, and finds his treasure. He found the quest. I recommend this book. I gave you the highlights. There's depth. And wisdom that is rooted in centuries of storytelling. That's amazing. One of the best quotes from that book 
when you truly want something, the entire universe will conspire to help you achieve it. Mm-hmm. I remember you using that quote so many times before, but never really <laughs> understood yeah. the quote's significance until hearing it in the perspective of the very clear yet simple, straightforward summary of the story There's of the a alchemist. Lot more. Oh, There's yeah. a lot but more. But even what you've said creates this this thirst to want to look further. Okay, that's story. That's quest. That's quest. That's quest. Also could be Star Wars, right? Uh-huh, absolutely. Okay. Second part of the second type of the story for you to consider is a stranger in a strange land. In a strange land. Yeah. I'd like to offer you a twist. Have you ever seen the movie Forrest Gump? Yes, I have. <sighs> now, is he a stranger? In a strange land, John. To a great degree, he is because okay, he is different. He is different. He's different. But See, Forrest is quirky. He's different. He's unusual. <laughs> He's and none of that too. But let's remember this: not only was he a stranger in his own land to the degree that he wasn't considered normal and the typical, he didn't fit in. But then he goes to Vietnam and serves in the war there, and he is a stranger in that land as well. I remember yet, the yet movie. Yeah, that land doesn't change for us. the The oddity of it is, is that the Forrest Gump. Is, is a stranger simply because for him life is nothing but a series of discoveries. Discoveries, adventures, and he looks through the eye of a man filled with wonder, wonder. and amazement. He sees the events of the war, which is gruesome and truly is messy and ugly and dark. But he focuses on the nature. He focuses on the friendship. He focuses on honor and loyalty. Mm-hmm. And you and you have that with him. But he talks about <laughs> he talks about the weather. He talks about how it rains. How he had to go through the roads and look for you know the the adversaries. Mm-hmm. But he's a stranger in a strange land. He's a man also of incredible loyalty. Incredible loyalty, yeah. And that's. Who you want as your friends. Mm-hmm. Now, when he comes back to the United States, he's still a stranger. He goes back and he goes back to see his mom. Then he goes to play for army, for the ping pong. And he goes to China. Stranger in a strange land. But he comes back to the United States and he sees the world around him is changing. But he still remains this man with big heart and a big... And a, and a eyes filled with wonderment. And a box of chocolates. And a box of chocolates. So he's a stranger in a strange land. Mm-hmm. Think about Forrest Gump. Even a stranger in the United States. Yeah, I agree. Yes? I agree. Completely. Okay. Third type of story is... A love story. Love story. John, I knew you have a love story for us. Tell us. Tell us to your, to, to your, to your adoring fans the love story that we can compress and condense in the next minute or two. That was very simple. She stands five foot five and a half inches tall. She walked out of the door of a dormitory in Nashville, Tennessee on a beautiful autumn day in 1972. I saw those legs. I saw that hair. I saw that face. I'd seen her a dozen times before, but when she walked out the door, I saw her differently for the first time. And all I knew was that I wanted to get to know that girl better. And the more I got to know her, the more I began to realize she was the perfect person I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. Falling in love can be hard, or falling in love can be so natural it's like falling off a cloud. A cloud. 
And so love, and the greatest part of the story is not the adventure of falling in love, it's the adventure of the love story as it grows. Because the real love story is how the people get through life still loving each other, still realizing that neither one of them can survive life without the other. And so as life goes forward, life has value, if for no other reason, because you have your best friend to live that life with. John. (laughs) (laughs) What? Very poignant and real. That is a love story that is still happening in your heart. Uh It's still happening in your mind, and you see it every day, and you get to play a part in that love story. The story continues. The story continues. May I add additional dimension to this? Mm -hmm. Please do. I want to congratulate you. You have recently celebrated how many years? 44. 44 years of wedding! Bliss. Well, well, not bliss. Always bliss. Not well, always you know, blissful, but <laughs> just, just let's just say, forty-four okay. years we've been together through thick and thin. Okay, and I and it's 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 quite a feat. It's quite a miracle, isn't it? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. To add another dimension to the love story is boy meets girl or girl meets boy, whatever. Not whatever, but yes, that's what it is. Fall in love, find each other, find happiness. Something happens. They're separated. Mm-hmm. But as they separate, they realize life is much better together mm-hmm. than apart. Yep. And they come back again and life moves forward. How about the incredible journey? Incredible journey. Do you journey? remember the incredible journey? I, I, are you talking about the movie? The, the, three de- the three dogs that were separated from their family. I don't know. Tell me. You see, there's a story about the love and devotion of the dogs and the family's love for them because while the family was trying to find what happened to the dogs because they had disappeared tragically, the dogs, too, were trying to find their way back to their home, to their people that they loved. And so the quest was this. They were separated, separated through no fault of their own. But somehow or the other, because they could not get the thought of one another out of their minds, even though great distances separated them and terrible perils came through and misunderstandings and all kinds of difficulties and evil and nearly life-threatening circumstances, at the end of the day, that moment arrived when the family, standing in its yard, heard the sound of the voices of those dogs and those three dogs and the cat, by the way. There was a cat in that mix, too. Appear and come and there's a thought, you know, one of them couldn't make it because he was an old fella, but yes, he made it. And the great thing about it is that the moment he saw the thing that he cherished the most, the boy came back into his life, and all of a sudden that old wasn't there anymore. See, love stories are lots of different kinds of wonderful stories because it's they your have... Hope. It's well, your hope. That's the, reason, that's the reason why my wife and I watch Hallmark Channel all the time. They seem to really focus on Hallmark Channel, yeah. please come and give... Uh, sponsorship and advertisement opportunities yeah, to John a, because you have there's an another royalty fan. there's another royalty opportunity I've lost. <laughs> okay. Well, John, you know this is the way of life. So now we have three. Now we have three: quest, stranger in a strange land, the love story. That's next. Next one is, as you remember, rags to riches. To riches. Yes, rags to riches. Great, great stories because that's the that's the feel good story. The American way. Yep. 
It's the American way. I'd like to share a brief story about a famous producer in oh, Hollywood, in the United States. Yeah. You may know him. His name is Mark Burnett. Mm-hmm. Or Burnett. Yeah. I don't know. Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett. Yeah. You may know him from such hit shows that he has produced or invented. Or reality TV reality, shows. Yeah. yeah, reality TV Number shows. one, he's probably is Survivor. Survivor. Without a doubt, that the first. Was, that was the land, That was a game changer. And I think he did Big Brother. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But I know Survivor. Mm-hmm. Voice. Mm-hmm. The Voice. Apprentice. Apprentice. And Shark Tank. Oh, Shark Tank. I st- my wife and I still watch that every Friday night on ABC. Go ahead. ABC. Is it ABC or CBC? It's ABC. CNBC. ABC. Okay. So, S- well, CNBC has it too, but ABC yeah. is the, okay. the... So, and maybe he did others as well that I cannot remember right now. Right. He's got, he's got his hands in a lot of things, but he really but he- has a grasp of reality. <laughs> grasp of... That is a good one. That's why you have me. Let's, let's, let's go to a little further now. <clears throat> okay. And people who are listening to us recording, looking at us so strangely, every yeah. time we burst in laughter. And I hope when you listen to us in your car, in the gold gym, or any kind of gym as you're walking on a treadmill, yeah. I hope you laugh with us. Laugh with us. It's fun. Okay. So, Mark Burnett, you know, did you know that he came to United States from... United Kingdom in his early 20s. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me that. So he came with nothing. Well, apparently nothing, mm-hmm. but a big dream. Yes. A big dream in his heart. Apparently, he was a paratrooper in the military. Mm-hmm. He came to United States to California. He had a friend who got him opportunity to interview for a job. Mm-hmm. Now, this was no ordinary job. This was a job to become a nanny. Now, imagine this paratrooper, rough guy, yeah. early 20s, coming for an interview for a paratrooper. Excuse me, Ned. And he said to the um, parents, uh, people who are interviewing him, well, you know, I'm, a, I'm patient, but it also you get security. So you, it's like you get a bodyguard and a nanny at the same time. Mm-hmm. He got the job right away within 24, 48 hours of landing. Yeah, so he States. got a job quick. Got a job quick. But really... But <laughs> he didn't want to be a nanny, but he no, got a job. But he got it. Yes, he learned. Then I, I understand that he was able to sell T-shirts at a famous beach now in Los Angeles. Yeah, buying T-shirts for two dollars, selling them for eighteen and more, and each T-shirt had a story. Really? Yeah, and he was able to sell several thousand dollars worth of T-shirts every week. Take that money and and do lucrative real estate. And then parlay his influence and fight and get into the television market. So he came with nothing, with nothing, didn't know anyone, and became a superstar producer by sheer greed, understanding that his ideas are infallible in his own mind, and telling stories. That is the quintessential rags to riches story mm-hmm. and there are others anybody could sit down and think of rags to riches okay and of course you're right the great american story is one of rags to riches absolutely are you ready for the number five yes which we have said already the fifth type of stories is revenge revenge do you have a good revenge story because i have one too gladiator oh yes let's go with that one yes there is no 
say what you want to, Gladiator to this day, I never tire of watching. <laughs> it's I, a good movie. I, a, are you talking about the movie, right? With the Russell movie, Crow? the motion picture with Russell yes, Crowe yes, yes. and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I, I never tire of the quest to get his vengeance. It's like the lines that he said when he was unmasked in the Colosseum. And he said, I was a loyal servant to the only Caesar, Marcus Aurelius, husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, and I will have my vengeance, if not in this life, in the afterlife. Looking Commodus, the Caesar, directly in the eye and saying, your butt is mine. <laughs> he didn't really say that, no. that part, but he said the other part. Exactly. It's a gripping story. It is a gripping story. Gripping and, story. And it's emotional. also a heartbreaking story. Thank you for bringing that into our conscious and reminding us. So I hope, John, you had fun and mm-hmm. you learned. Yeah. And everyone here who is a loyal subscriber, thank you for being part of this tribe. I appreciate every one of you and I appreciate your feedback and your reviews on SoundCloud and iTunes. In this episode, we talked about five different types of stories. Quest, Stranger in a Strange Land, the love story. <laughs> <laughs> the Rags to Riches yes. and the Revenge. Yes. I could not have picked a better conversational partner than you, John, Thank you. to bring Georgi and Gladiator and your love story and Forrest Gump into the fold. I will, I cannot wait to share what I have next with you and with my tribe for the I next episode. Thank you for being a loyal listener, subscriber. Don't forget to speak brave, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>